Welcome back, everybody, to the Perfect Timing Podcast, episode number 36. We're here, Serge, in the midst of fall. It is going to be October very, very soon. And boy, oh boy, there is nothing better than October. October is almost here. It's Saturday. October is on Saturday, baby. Let's go. How are we doing? Doing good, man. Doing great. Let's celebrate. <laughs> Falcons won. What is there not to be happy about? You know? They got the dub. Dub got time. The dub. Unfortunately, they got the dub. But, uh, hey, what can you do? <laughs> this episode will be filled with, of course, football, as usual, NFL, college, little fantasy talk, as we always do. We'll finish with a little bit of a preview. But also before that, we'll do some TV and movie talk per usual. Serge, how was your weekend, dude? Good fall weekend? Yeah, man, it was good. What did I do? I uh, watched some college football on Saturday. Followed that up with a little Thor Love and Thunder. Watched that. Wasn't bad. And then I watched some NFL games on Sunday. And, you know, now I'm here. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. That's, those are the wrong words. <laughs> I don't know what song that was. Turn around. There you go. That's Every one. now and then I get a little bit. Don't know the words. Good stuff. I mean, you're a beautiful singer. So even if it's not the, even if it's not the right words, I'm here. I'm here to listen to. I'm sure the people like it as well. Uh, Turn around. Yep. <laughs> great weekend for you overall. The Falcons won. Happy about that, I'm sure. Yeah, man. Falcons won. They're, like I said in the text... They're a fun team to watch. A lot more fun than they've been in the, I'd probably say, in the past four or five years. But they still stink. Like, they're fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. Like, I enjoyed watching this past week against the Seattle Seahawks. I, you know, it's nice to see them win. I can't lie. No matter, you know, how much I'm going to say, pay the price for Bryce. It's still nice to see your favorite team win. However, Let's not win too many times this season, okay, boys? If we're going to win another game, let's make it against the Saints, and then let's not win again for the rest of the year because I need a top-two draft spot, one of those top-two sweet spots to pick Mr. Young out of Alabama. So if you're hearing the, if you're hearing me correctly, Mr. Smith, Arthur Smith, do what you got to do. If that means you got to freeze Kyle Pitts out of the offense, do it. <laughs> they incorporated him more than ever, I think, this week, right? Yeah, they did. It's when they when he gets 80 plus yards receiving, they win the game. It's that simple. Get him the ball, you'll win games. Now, how many times do we want to win games? Is the question. <laughs> That's a how whole other times? debate. I don't want to win too many games. I want to win enough so that we're respectable. Four, three or four, I think that's fine. How many did the Lions win last year? Like three uh, or four? Yeah, I think so. Or six, and 10? Or six and 11? No, they were less than that. They were the second pick uh, in the draft. Yeah, we'll go three and four, maybe two, maybe 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 two, maybe two and th- maybe two wins. Um, but as long as we get Bryce Young in next year's draft, I'll be a very, 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 very happy man. So, but yes, that is how my weekend went, Nick. How was your weekend? I understand that the Mansfield Green Hornets, Hornets Green yeah, Hornets, Green Hornets is that yeah, correct? Mm-hmm. I believe Green Hornets. I believe the Mansfield Green Hornets out of Mansfield, Massachusetts. They g- 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 got the dub this past weekend. Yeah, yeah. Right. Back in the yeah. back in the win column. <laughs> back in the win column. Yeah, it was. Play. Uh, we played a team from Worcester. Um, 
as bad as I feel to say it, they were like a JV team and we shouldn't have played them at all. Uh, they, they were ranked higher at the beginning of the season. They haven't scored a point leading up to the game. They didn't score a point against, against us. It should have been 75, nothing. Uh, it was 35, nothing, but oh, good to get back. Score, huh? No, we were over here. No, we were not. It was only 35. We scored. I don't think we scored in the second half. If maybe okay. once, um, but it was good to get back in the win column for sure. Um, the boys are buzzing for a game tomorrow night. We have a game Thursday night instead of Friday night lights. Oh, that sucks. It'll be weird. Yeah, it'll be weird for sure. It'll be the only game on in town. So I think the entire Hockamock League will be there watching it. So that'll be kind of sick uh, to see that atmosphere at Canton um, on uh, tomorrow night. So when this episode drops, it'll be tonight's game. Uh, but yeah, getting back in the win column was great. Uh, on Saturday, did a ton of yard work, spent almost the entire afternoon outside of my house. But a married life. Yeah. Listening to college football, doing all that sort of stuff, yard work. There's just so many damn leaves around. Um, but after getting back inside, you know, you know what I did at that, I that d- night. You know what you did, Nick, but you need to tell the people the full story. <laughs> so as if if people have been listening, if they've been tuning in to us uh, the past, what, I don't know, past few months, I think you've been trying to get me to watch the Batman you have and i've said for months and months and months that i will be watching it and i finally sat down turned the lights off shut the blinds after i was done with all my yard work pitch black at night after getting everything complete had dinner all that sat down watched the batman now i will say (laughs) to take me a few days extra to watch the entirety of the movie but i think i had a half an hour left i think it was i ended up falling asleep on the couch that happens as you get older (laughs) and uh it was everything that i could have imagined we'll talk about it a little bit later and i'm sure you'll want to input your stuff but very very much worth the hype i was extremely pleased watching that movie so thank you for pushing that movie on me and making me finally watch it can I say, I mean, I'm happy you watched it. Um, I'm a little upset. It took you three days to finish it, but it is a two hour and 54 minute movie. So, so long. I so can understand. Long. It's a bit of a hike. So you don't want to start it too late in the night. If yeah. you're going to watch it, I recommend maybe a seven o'clock start time. That mm-hmm. way you can finish it at around 10. You know, that gives you plenty of time to do whatever business you want to do at the end of the night and, you know, still go to bed at a respectable time. Don't wait until nine o'clock or eight o'clock or even don't wait until nine thirty or ten o'clock because you're going to fall asleep during the movie or you're not going to be able to pay attention. These are things that you should have asked me about before you watched it. But you did watch it. And that's the most important thing. I started at eight, six, eight, 16 is what I'm looking at right now. That's your issue. That was the issue. You started (laughs) too late. That's not too late. That's not 16. That yeah, I guess for a three hour movie, three hour yeah. movie. What are and, we talking and, about over here? And, you know, on Saturday nights, too. I don't know what's up with me. I'm a night owl on the regular nights. I can stay up till one o'clock, two o'clock, even on a normal night, wake up at six or seven the next day. Fine. On Saturday nights recently, I'm not going out. I am sleeping at 1130, 12 o'clock every time without fail. So just see me fall asleep on him watching the UFC fight. So he knows this first person, right? It's like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's it's completely as backwards as Grizz said in the group chat the other day about it. <laughs> it doesn't make much sense. But, you know, well, huh. the UFC fights are different because the main event doesn't start until God knows when. So late. So, so late. That doesn't really, yeah, it's not really, unless the fight is exciting. And the fights that, that night, I think the, the co-main was one of the most boring matches. You know, the fights were just boring that night, other than, you know, the homie Hamza, you know, he puts on for the, he puts on for the team. 
puts on for the squad. So he's not boring, but some other fighters are boring. So, so yeah, agreed. You got to do what you got to do. Moving on, Nick. Uh, what are we talking about first? You wanted to talk about fantasy, Serge? How'd you do in fantasy this week? We didn't play oh, each other. Fantasy, but fantasy, fantasy. After fantasy. I, I, think I went yeah. two and two. I went two and two. I lost to the commissioner in one of the leagues by four points. You know, Damn. it was a close yeah. one. That was a tough uh, game. They're playing on my downfall, the Dallas Cowboys, because they don't want to <laughs> get Tony Pollard the ball. It's fucking stupid, if you ask Despite me. Despite being the better running back, not even close. It's so it's so apparent. You watch them play. Yeah. Zeke looks like he's running in quicksand. Mm-hmm. He can't get past the pitch. He, he, he's not running. He has no breakaway speed. But he, you know what he does? He steals touchdowns. <laughs> Tony Paul gets a touchdown in that game. I win the, I win the, I win the matchup against Mason. Hands yep. down. I win it. No problem. And I'm, you know, I'm sitting pretty at three and one instead. Or I'm sitting pretty at two and one. Now I'm one and two. Start the year in that league. Um, but I am three and zero in another league, and then I lost in another league. I'm on three in, and then I am uh, I think two and one in another league. So it was uh, I went two and two on the weekend. It was okay. Big game by big games. You know, Devontae Smith put on for the culture this past weekend in Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was good. It was it was okay. It was an okay fantasy weekend for me i'm not very you know i have some things i got to figure out some trades i want to do some people you know i'd be interested in moving off my team mm-hmm. you know people some players that you know other people were interested in at the start of the year you know but it's got to be the right deal you know it's got to be the right deal that they send me and then we'll see what happens after that because there are some players that i'm very interested in <coughs> javante williams um but hey as i always say what can you do? Nick, <laughs> how'd like, you do in fantasy this past weekend? I feel like I had a similar weekend. I have still not won a game in our Stonehill League, which I am beyond shame for. 0-3 on that. That's always a fun time. I can't wait to get all the shit from everybody that we see this weekend, which we'll talk about later as well. Um, I think I went 3-1 and one on the weekend. So I think I won in every league except the Stonehill League, which was dope. Happy about that. That's a big weekend win, win for me. So happy about that. Um but yeah, excited for this week. We have a matchup. We finally have another matchup again. Again, in the only league that we did not have a matchup for uh, in our fantasy leagues this weekend. So it's going to be a good one. We are projected right now 135.7. That's me. And 138.5. So pretty damn close as of right now. So oh, is it? Is it pretty close? It will be pretty close <laughs> because you have Jared Goff as your quarterback. Yes, it will be pretty close. And I will win this week. I will make a guarantee I will be winning this week. As we'll talk about it later, as I'm sitting next to you on the couch, I'll make sure that oh, I. Oh, oh, will you be winning this week, Nick? Yes, Is yes, that what sir. you're saying to yes. me? Yes. Look at my running backs. You think you got a chance against those thoroughbreds? Oh, man. Against AJ Dillon and Leonard Fournette? Tony Pollard and Alvin Kamara. Dude, I have Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, Jalen Hurts. You ever heard of him? Uh, Devontae Adams, ever heard of him? Did you just say fucking Travis Etienne, dude? (laughs) Look at his numbers the past three weeks. 8-8-10. He's not pretty good. 8-8-10. Better than A.J. Dillon. That's not good, okay? I know that because he's on every single one of my fantasy teams outside that league, all right? He's been nothing but a disappointment to me and his family. Yeah, I can't wait to beat you this weekend. So that'll be fun. All right, good stuff. Um, big talk. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm happy to talk now after after finally getting some wins under my belt this weekend, after getting all those L's, stacking them out all the past weekend. Yeah, I'm happy to get some. It feels good. Um, you mentioned college football, a good Saturday for college football. It was as I was doing yard work the entire day. I was listening to game after game. First, it was the Wake Forest game uh, versus Clemson that went to double overtime, which was sick. Then the entire late afternoon, it was the Florida versus Tennessee game. Um, I think that was my favorite game of the week. Tennessee ended up taking it. They are now right on the cusp of being a top 10 team. It's beyond exciting for them who have not been this good in a very, very, very long time. Um, so seeing them win is awesome to have that um, good for Tennessee. And from that, we have our spotlight player of the week this week, the quarterback, Hendon Hooker. He accounted for 21 of their 38 total points, beating Florida 38 to 33. He had three total touchdowns through for 22 out of 28 passes, 349 in the air with two tutties, then ran on the ground for 112 with a touchdown, including a long run of 44. So he had a heck of a game. It was a back and forth game between Auburn, between, not Auburn, between Anthony Richardson from Florida and Hendon Hooker from Tennessee. Um, it was going to go to, uh, to Anthony Richardson, who has been a stud, I think all season. I'm very excited to see what he does in the NFL these next coming years, but Hedden Hooker got the dub on this one. So I'm going to give him this week's college football spotlight player of the week. Um, other than that game, Joski had sent us a text in his group chat, in our group chat that we have our draft dudes group chat about the amount of games that either that are that covered of underdogs that covered or straight up one against top 25 teams. There was a total of 16 games last week and only four top 25 teams covered last week. Kent State covered against Georgia. I'll do the entire rundown. I'll run through them quick. I won't go into every one of them, except I will laugh at one of them. Kent State covered against Georgia. Maryland covered against Michigan. Central Michigan covered against uh, Penn State. URI covered against Pitt. Wake covered against Clemson. Middle Tennessee beat Miami, which was just absolutely hilarious. I don't know if you saw any of that highlight. I couldn't believe that game. Um, that was laugh out loud funny. Florida covered against Tennessee. Tech beat Texas. Te uh, Texas Tech beat Texas. Horns down. Texas is not back. Tulsa covered against Old Miss. Washington State covered against Oregon. Northern Illinois covered against Kentucky. AM beat Arkansas, which was a great game too. UConn covered against NC State. Kansas beat Oklahoma. Uh, Kansas State beat Oklahoma, that is. Oregon State covered against USC. And Wyoming covered against BYU. These, there's just something, there's nothing better than football, dude. It is the most entertaining thing of all time between sports, entertainment, movies. It doesn't matter, man. Joe said it the other day in the group chat too. The, the witching hour of football of NFL on Sunday too. It's just, there's nothing better than the, than football, man. It's the best. Do you agree? I know you don't want it's to talk right. football. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I want to say it's the most entertaining thing in the world because my teams don't always win and I like my teams to win, but I will say it's very fun to watch and be a part of every uh, Sunday. So it do does give me something to do. But see the thing with college football, and this is the thing with me too. I don't have a team other than BC. I just enjoy the chaos that is college football. And I know you were an agent. I'm, of not, chaos, in, I'm not invested into college football enough to enjoy it as much as you do. I don't, and I don't, I mean, it's okay. Mm -hmm. I don't, the player, there's too much turnover. And then the players don't really, they're only there for four years. So I can't really get invested in the players. Yeah. Um, that's how I get invested in the team. I get invested in the players. Yep. So, I get that. Yeah, I can't really. 
you know, roots for a college team or something. I can't really get into a game. I don't really care who wins or not. So, uh, yeah. Well, Serge, if you wanted to, this upcoming weekend, we got some pretty damn good matchups. Top 25 games. Number seven versus number seven, Kentucky versus 14, Old Miss. Number two, Alabama versus number 20, Arkansas. Number nine, Oklahoma State versus number 16, Baylor. Number 22, Wake Forest versus number 23, Florida State. And number 10, NC State versus number five, Clemson. All this weekend. Exciting Saturday coming up. We'll talk about our exciting Saturday later. But, Serge, I know you want to talk about NFL. You want to get into NFL? What are we talking about first? What game? We're going to talk Steelers-Browns. That was Thursday night. You know, Steelers lost 17-29. to 29. Uh, Mr. Bisky looks like Mr. Bisky. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, tough sledding running the ball, I believe. Uh, but uh, what was his name? Jalen Warren, I think his name Jaylen is. Warren. Had, yeah, had, undrafted. Like a, yeah, I think like a 60 yard run or something, maybe 45 yards. I don't know. It was a long run. All, all I know, that's all I know. I think they should give him more carries just to ease off and nod you a little bit. You don't want to run Najee into the ground this early into his career. You know what I mean? Definitely. But um, yeah, Steelers, they look handicapped. They look like they need someone at quarterback, need an injection of life. And that guy is sitting on the bench. His name is Mason Rudolph. (laughs) Just kidding. It's Kenny Pickett. We all know it's Kenny Pickett. We saw a piece of what George Pickens can do in that game with the one-handed grab on the sideline. Now we just need the final piece of the puzzle, and his name is Kenny Pickens. Pickett to Pickens. Did I say Kenny Pickens? You did say Kenny Pickens. Kenny Pickens, just because I already got the Pickett to Pickens in my head. Kenny Pickett. We need Kenny Pickett in there at quarterback. He is the future of this team. I mean, you invested a first-round draft pick in him, so you might as well throw him out there. It's not like you're scoring a bunch of points anyways. Mm -hmm. So might as well just put him out there and see what he can do. Let him spin it, you know what I mean, a la uh, Blaine Gabbert. Um, And then – you know, see what happens. But the Steelers, you know, they didn't look good on offense, at least. Defense, uh, you know, they're pretty good on defense, I'd say. I don't really I don't really remember that game, although Jacoby Brissett did light them up. He did light yeah. them up a little bit. He did have he a did. day. Um, and it kind of got me thinking, why didn't the – why don't the Browns just go forward with – if they get on a roll, hear me out, if they get on a roll, let's say they're – they have two losses at well, he's out for the first eleven weeks of the, end of the season, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say they're nine and two, right? Nine and two, very good record. Jacoby's looking good, managing the game well, and not turning the ball over. Why don't you just ride out Jacoby for the rest of the year, and then you insert Deshaun Watson next year? Because Deshaun Watson didn't look good in preseason. Mm-hmm. He still doesn't really have live game. He hasn't played football in a year. So let's just give Deshaun a full season, you know, to work out some kinks, hit up some massage parlors in Cleveland, you know, and then assert him back into the starting quarterback role next year. Um, obviously, with Jacoby, you're not going to win a Super Bowl, but you might have some success. I mean, the, the 49ers made to the NFC Championship multiple times with Jimmy Garoppolo, who stinks, and we can talk about that later on as well. Um, but, hey. Kobe's not bad, so I don't know. Let's just see how it goes. What do you think? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I love Jacoby Brissett as a former Patriot. He's bounced around the NFL since leaving the Pats, but everywhere, I mean, you can't not root for him. He's always going to be that backup kind of guy sitting there, always ready in the wings, and 
he does his job when he's in there. I mean, he's like I said, he's not going to win you a Super Bowl, but he's in there and he does and he played pretty well these past few weeks, which is good to see. He's a great offensive cast, right? The O-line strong, of course. They built around the running backs for Cleveland. That was what that offense was built for for around Baker. And Jacoby Brissett is just reaping the benefits off of that. And that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Keep now, it now. Jacoby Brissett's play will drop off once, you know, Amari Cooper realizes that he's Amari Cooper. And, <laughs> and you know, eventually starts to stink because that's what he does. Gets a hamstring, hamstring injury yeah. week seven. Yeah. Yeah. Hamstring injury, breaks a finger, something. He's going to do something. We all know he's going to do something because he ends up starting well on every team he's on. And then something happens and, you know, he's calling his quarterback Kirk Cousins. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens, but um, yeah, that was that's what I would suggest for the Browns if they were to continue winning and Shkopi continues to play well. Just because I don't think inserting Deshaun Watson Week Eleven is gonna do anything for them. I think he's gonna come back really rusty, and I think he's gonna end up hurting the team more than helping because mm-hmm. he looked like crap in preseason and he it's hasn't so played bad. football in almost two years. Mm-hmm. And you know he is a is a is a sexual deviant, so I think he needs more time out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he needs to chill for a little bit. Just yeah. yeah, definitely. Agreed. Agreed. Uh next game. Ravens Pats, man. Patriots go down. Home opener. Sucks. Even more so. Mac Jones. The boy. He's hurt. He's done for a few weeks at least. Um yeah, it sucks to see. I feel like there was a ton of high ankle sprains this weekend. It sucks to see so many players go down with injuries. It's that it's that type of year. It's that time of year, right? Where you have the beginning of the season starting injuries. I mean, you saw like on Monday nights throwing Shepard literally was just walking on the turf and his, his, his ACL blew out. Like that was one of the yeah, craziest things I've ever seen. Exploded. Crazy. It's just so many. It's the beginning of the football season, week four now, right? So pretty crazy going forward. Um Brian Hoyer, baby. Let's see what he does. I, the thing is, I watched the first half because I, I went to football and practice on Sunday. The first half looked great. Like, I was very happy with how they competed and how they executed in the first half. It was some of the best play calling we've had all year. And then I don't know what, what the hell happened in the second half. Everyone said that the play calling just went to shit. It went back to normal. It, I On one of the touchdowns that they scored in the first half, like I mentioned last week, that play action, it, they – Call the play action. They scored a touchdown. I was like, see how this happens? This, this works. So uh, it sucks to see Mac Jones go down, dude. Um, the defense needs to step up big time without a quarterback there. I love Brian Hoyer. He's been a veteran guy for so long. But, yeah, it's going to be tough. And, of course, this upcoming week we go against the Packers in Lambeau, too. Sucks even more, of course. And we'll talk about it later, too. But <laughs> week five against the Lions is wearing the throwback jerseys for the first time since Nam. So, Brian Hoare is going to be the quarterback wearing that jersey instead of Mac Jones, which sucks. But like you said before, what can you do, man? What can you do? Try your best. That's all you can do. Let's talk about a team that also tried their best this past weekend, the Atlanta Falcons. They went into Seattle. They got the job done. Was it worth it? Probably not. But, you know, they, they look good. They didn't look good. <laughs> they uh, they looked. Uh, you said fun. That was your they quote. You fun. Said, they looked yeah, fun. You... Drake London looks yeah. good. Kyle Pitts looked good. Cordell Patterson looked great. Mm-hmm. Marcus Mariota looked okay, although he missed some bombs to Kyle Pitts. 
that I know another quarterback that would have made those passes, but that's another conversation for another day. <laughs> Does um, Felipe Franks? Um, no. Danny Etlin? Felipe Franks. Danny Etlin's not on the Falcons anymore. Come on. I now. know. I know. <laughs> um, uh, Josh Rosen? Yeah. They, they, <laughs> they, looked, they, looked, they looked like the Falcons. They almost choked the game away, actually, because I believe Marcus Mariota did fumble the ball. It was oh, really? 27 to three, 27 to 23, but Marcus Murray did fumble the ball um, with Tyler Alleger on like a messed up read option. Ah. So the Falcons gave the ball back to Seattle with some time. And Gino Smith ended up throwing like a pick in the end zone. Damn. To, uh, Richie you, Grant. So the Falcons ended up winning the game. Your exact quote, what you mentioned earlier, you said in this group, you said Falcons are a fun watch. Horrible team, though. LOL. Like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're a fun watch. They do fun things. Cordero Patterson is like a fun player. He's a fun he's, player. Is he leading the league in rushing? Is he? Is, uh, that, is that true? I thought I heard that. I think day. he's like top three. But here's the thing with that: Solid. it's misleading because he also did the same thing last year. He started off hot, and then as the season went on, not so hot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's not really much. To, it's we're only three weeks in. That's what yeah. people need to realize. Like, yeah, definitely, Joe Flacco's top five in passing yards. So, like, and he's not even the starting quarterback of the Jets. Zach Wilson's coming back this week. So, like, these numbers are misleading. Yeah, he's leading league in rushing, but it's not going to last. Um, so, but, hey, Falcons look decent. They look not horrible. They still stink. They didn't look horrible. Um, so, hopefully, they, you know, they can look decent enough towards the end of the year. And, you know, solidify one of those top two picks. Uh, moving on. <laughs> um, uh, Bill's Dolphins, Nick. Yeah. yeah that, that, I mean, shout out to, shout out the motherfucking Dolphins. We had another dub, another dub. I said a number, another dub this past weekend. AFC East quarter. champs. AFC East champs, Nick. AFC East champs. <laughs> that was for you, Connor. <laughs> Dolphins are looking. Listens. Yeah, the Dolphins are looking pretty damn good, dude. They're looking pretty damn good. Yeah, dude. They're making their rounds throughout the whole entire AFC East. They beat the Patriots. They beat the Patriots week one, right? Of course, yep. And, and they, beat the, they beat Miami. And then Miami. They beat, they beat Buffalo. Yep. Who's yep. the other AFC East team? The Jets. Oh, they'll, yes. they'll, they'll trounce the Jets. They might lose. They'll probably lose to the Jets. That's <laughs> <laughs> the way the AFC but, East goes, dude. You yeah. never know what you're going to get. Yeah, but shout out yeah. to the Dolphins. Shout out to Jalen Waddle for doing his thing. That's my boy right there. Yeah, he's a so, homie for sure. Yeah. They had some uh, bizarre things in that game too. I saw them after because, like I said, I was at football on Sunday. So I saw the butt punt, which was hilarious. And also not hilarious, but kind of scary. Tua, man, he was – his back was hurt, right? Is that why he he, he shuffled around like that? The thing was so I, I initially only saw him stand up and I was like, oh, he's fine. Like he's just kind of walking. I didn't see the full clip of him trying to walk after he stood up and everything. My God, man, he was beyond concussed, dude. Like, come on, dude. Like, so they're investigating him right now. They play on Thursday, which should be a great game too. But who knows if he's going to play? He's questionable right now. They're looking in the investigation about if they prop, if they uh, followed the proper protocols and everything for his concussion. Um but yeah, good for the Bills, good for the Dolphins, good for the, more for the Dolphins than the Bills. Great matchup. Um, and yeah, next game search, Jaguars, Chargers. What are your thoughts on that one, man? The Jaguars are better than I thought they were. <laughs> that a lot of us did. You can take, I think that's the only thing you can take from that. Uh, I think they have a ceiling this season. I don't think that maybe – I think maybe they can win the NFC South. I still think it's going to be competitive. 
I think the Titans, you know, still have a chance. Um, but the Jaguars did look really good. Granted, the Chargers, you know, Justin Herbert was injured. So I do wonder how many game, like practices he had this week to kind of, you know, game plan for the Charger for the Jaguars and how many reps he got, you know, with the first team offense, especially without Keenan Allen. So that means a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Jaguars look good. James Robinson, unfortunately, looks really good um, as a Travis Etienne fantasy owner. Um, but yeah, they look good. You know, Zay Jones looks good. <laughs> all, all of the receivers were eating this week, too. Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones even scored this past week. Zay Jones, everybody. I mean, everybody except Travis Etienne is eating on that offense right now. It's ridiculous. <laughs> It's tough, but uh, yeah, that was definitely the most shocking result of the weekend. Thirty-eight to ten by trouncing them too. Like that's not even like that's not close. Like, and from what I remember seeing, the game was not particularly close at any time during the game. Yeah, the well, the, this is what happens when your coach puts out poor game plans. Yeah, Brandon Staley. So, how about you figure something out over there in LA? You know, figure things are stud. sweet now. Things are sweet now because you got a young Justin Herbert. But let me tell you, you don't win game soon, you're gonna be out of there pretty soon. All right, buddy. So just say it. Yeah. I mean, he just – you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league, one of the best young quarterbacks in the league at least. Granted, he was hurt, still is hurt with his ribs, whatever's going on with that. But defense should be stacked too. I mean, everybody is there still. I think Joey, Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa's hurt. He got yeah, hurt. He, he's got, he, I think he's having surgery actually. I think I just saw it before we started recording, which sucks. But that, does, that doesn't mean that the entire defense is completely depleted now. You still have Khalil Mack on one side. Uh, ever heard of him? <laughs> you still have the entire yeah. rest of the defense in there. Derwin James, ever heard of him? So that's like, Derwin James, JC yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Like, it's not that same old junior. Yeah. Everybody's still yeah. there, dude. Like, you have the players who do it. Drew Don't make it happen. Will. Yeah, Drew. Get yeah. the job done. Exactly. Um, but but you, uh, yeah, you mentioned AFC South, man. I did another team in the AFC South. I think you forgot to mention is uh competing for the AFC South title, man. Talk now, about are they competing? Boy. I think they're competing for a wild card spot. <laughs> they're competing for the AFC South title. But shout out the Indianapolis Colts, baby, <laughs> getting the job done in shocking fashion, beating the Kansas City Chiefs in Lucas Oil Stadium. First home game of the year. Got the job done. Hashtag, hashtag for the shoe, baby. Hashtag for the shoe. For the fucking shoe. I was happy that they won. <laughs> Not, I mean, if everybody's survivor pool wasn't shot by now after the past few weeks and everything like that with the Jets winning, with the Giants winning a few weeks ago, I picked them the first week I was out to my survivor pool. Every single week, there's been a team that's been like, okay, this team is no doubt going to win it. Bang. Chiefs lose to the Colts. Like, who expected that? Nobody. So... <laughs> Shout out to the Colts, man. Shout out to Matty Ice. Shout out to Ice. the Colts. Shout out to Matty Ice getting the job. Then that's his 43rd comeback. Fourth quarter comeback. Love that. I think he's tied for six. I was going to say sixth, he, right? Yeah. One more. He passes that cuck, Drew Brees. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> next game, Raiders versus the Titans. Continuing on the AFC South. Titans win this game. Raiders are 0-3. Where do we go from here with these Raiders, man? I don't think they're the worst 0-3 team. I haven't seen them physically play a game yet. But 0-3, I mean, it speaks for itself, man. Like, that's tough. You get a, you get Devontae. You get Derek Carr. They've got too get... many toys. I need to focus on one thing. Either you're a passing team or a running team. Focus on that thing and then become great. They need to focus on that one thing. 
if they want to put all their time and energy in passing the ball, fine, do that. But that, that means you have to give Devontae, you got to feed Devontae. Don't give him, you know, five targets or eight targets or whatever they're doing. Feed him, and then the rest of the receivers will eat because he will be getting double covered and so on and so forth. But put all your time and effort into that passing game. I promise they'll win games if they do that. They're not out of it yet. Definitely. Not. Uh, no, it's early, but still. Yeah. Seeing that 0 3 definitely is a little daunting for them, I'm sure. Um, Got a yeah. new head coach, too. McDaniels. So. Yeah, yeah, it's different. It, it, it's new stuff. And I'm excited to see what they do the rest of the year to build upon that because they had a team that should have been in the playoffs last year. Shout out playoff Willie. They should have been in the playoffs last year and they would have, they very well could have, or they were in the playoffs, but they could have beat the Bengals. They almost did. Definitely very well could have beat the Bengals. Yep, most definitely. They could have knocked off the Bengals in the first round. They did not. So I'm sure they'll pick it up at some point. New coach, new system, everything like that. Definitely a little difficult, but Devontae Adams is there with Derek Carr, his best friend from college. They should be making stuff happen. Derek Henry looked good. Looked like Derek Henry this weekend, which is awesome to see. Um, And that was that game. Eagles versus Commanders. Eagles get the easy dub. Doug Peterson. Yeah, dude. Oh, sorry, not Doug Peterson. Revenge game. What am I talking about? Carson Wentz revenge game. Yeah, it didn't go so well, Carson, as we expected. The Eagles knew exactly what you were going to do because they know you pretty, pretty damn well. 24 to 8 was the final score. And stemming from that, Serge, you mentioned before, Devontae Smith, he did it for what'd you say? He did it for the culture. Did it for the culture. <laughs> the team called the SJB fantasy football team culture. That's who he did it for. That's my guy right there, Devontae Smith. I was waiting on him to, you know, burst into the scene because, I, like I said at the start of the year, he's the true number one receiver on that team. Anthony Joshua Brown. I don't know if that's his name, but that's what I'm going to say his name is. Could be, yeah. He's number two. That is a number two receiver. He's your pros at number two receiver. That's what he is, number two in that offense. Devontae Smith is the focal point. Get it right. And I plan on him being the focal point throughout the rest of the year because I need him to be the focal point throughout the rest of the year. So shout out to you, Devontae Smith, for putting on for the culture. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Fly, Eagles, fly. He is our NFL Spotlight Player of the Week. Serge, you want to read his stat line? I know you were so happy with his Devontae stat line. Smith, eight catches, 169 <laughs> yards, tee-hee, one touchdown, and he had 156 yards of that offense before halftime. Yeah. I thought he was going to go for 300. <laughs> I mean, like in the half, like the play that he yeah. made on the goal line where he the jumped. The game wasn't close his, enough. No, it was not. And he, I mean, the play that he made on the goal line where he jumped and basically got th- like smacked down onto the ground after was sick. And like he looked like the receiver that he was at Alabama. So that was awesome to see. Yeah, that was that was great to just, to just see Devontae Smith actually balling like he did this past Sunday. Uh, next game, talking about a receiver that was balling. Talk about somebody who's been a little strapped the past few weeks. Yeah, a little, he's another receiver near and dear to my heart. Ooh. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Um, you know, he's getting double covered out there, so I don't want to give all the credit to Jeff Akuda. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's playing well though because he did strap him. Uh, but the Lions did take the L. Kirk Cousins did come through for the boys and the boys up north. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the Vikings won, so yep. they are going to be missing Dalvin Cook, though. I think he's injured, right? Yeah, he's injured. I think it's the same stuff that he does, does, does with every single year with his shoulder, right? It's like it pops out, but he said he wasn't wearing a harness, which 
apparently he has a past few years and he's going to wear it this week. So I think he's okay. But guess what? Guess we got Alexander Madison in the in our fantasy league. Everybody was gunning for him. And because was, yeah. yeah, because your boys 0 3, I got him because I was on the top of the way for <laughs> priorities, baby. Gotta love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we'll see if Dalvin plays this week. He's so fragile. Like, who knows if he's going to lose you or not, but we'll see. Um, next game is Bengals Jets 27 12. I wrote down Bengals. I don't know what I was going to follow that up with. I mean, what's there else? Is that, what's, what else is there to talk about? Bengals came in there, they dominated, did what yeah, they had to do. Yeah. They have their <laughs> offense actually was an offense yeah. versus the past three games or mm-hmm. past two games of the season. So good for them. They got the win. Packers versus Bucks was the next game. Struggle bus. Dude, this was just Although, like... shout out to Romeo Dobbs. <laughs> yeah, he's he was one of the top guys picked up the fantasy this week for a reason. Yes, sir. He had eight <laughs> catches. He did. And he's, I mean, what? who else is left, <laughs> really, for both the Packers and the Bucks? It's just crazy. The game was 14-12. The Packers beat the Bucks 14-12 at the Tampa Bay Stadium, Raymond J Stadium. Just a difference from a few years ago in the playoffs, right? It was a high-scoring affair in the playoffs, if I remember correctly. It just back and forth. Everybody, of course, was healthy back then, so it's a little different now. But, like, the the skill players that are out there for both teams were just not even comparable. It's just, like, crazy to see that. So a little bit different than two years ago in the playoffs. But, alas, the Packers get the win. Um, the whole thing with Aaron Rodgers at the end of the game saying that he saw something on the Jumbotron was very interesting. I still haven't figured out or heard who, if anybody has figured that out, what it was that he saw on the, on the Jumbotron before to help them win the game. I don't know. Did you see any of that at all? He's probably tripping. Let's be honest. And <laughs> takes ayahuasca every other weekend. So who knows? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He was probably just staring into the, into the screen, looking at the lights uh, and yeah. staring into nothing. Yep. Uh, and then two games that I did not write a single note for because I did not watch it. It was probably the last game that anybody was watching, or both of these games, really. Let's be honest. The Bears versus the Texans. Texans beat the Bears twenty-three to twenty. And then the Justin Saints- Fields looks like crap. <laughs> Khalil Herbert, though, Khalil Herbert balled about yeah, he looked time, man. Khalil I love Herbert that balled. dude. It's too bad David Montgomery coming back this week. <laughs> Is he coming back this week? Damn, yeah. I thought he was going to get another shot, dude. I, I don't, love- I don't think so. I, he could be. It's like he was questionable. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe he's David uh, Khalil Herbert is one of my favorite running backs, like backup running backs in the league because he's such a good fit in that offense. I think I mentioned it last week where he's like a perfect zone running back. Like that's what he did at Virginia Tech when Christian Darris saw the left tackle for the Vikings was there. He was there too. He got drafted that year and it's just a perfect scheme for him. And he did so well this week. So shout out to him for that. Um, Panthers beat the Saints 22 to 14. I know it was you're a bad happy. game, yeah, but I'm I know. very happy. Yeah, I was going to say you're happy, of course. I didn't even Saints watch that. Saints lost. That's it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Saints yeah, lost. Saints lost. I'm happy Saints lost. The ones I'm happy about, another person who will go nameless. I will not say his name in this podcast, but you know who you are. <laughs> and Nick knows who you are, more importantly. I do. I do. Uh, next game before the night slate, uh, was the Ram versus the Cardinals Rams got this. I forget exactly the, the oh. record of, um, McVay versus Kling- Kingsbury, but it's not even close. It's just a easy win for him for now. Not too much offense, but easy win for McVay and the Rams to beat the Cardinals. Um, so yeah, Sunday night football. What about that one, Serge? Do you enjoy that game? It was horrible. It's so bad. Oh, I don't know. Listen, and I want to make this very clear. 
we came on last week's podcast. We said the 49ers playoffs, hopes and dreams are, you know, still existent with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now they're, they're still there. Don't get me wrong. They're still there, but there is a cap. You're not winning the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo, he's decent. He can win you some games, but he can also lose you some games. He's, it, it's kind of stark looking at it like it's very odd because you look at Kyle hands effects on quarterbacks that he's had in the past. He seems to elevate them. For whatever reason, with Jimmy Garoppolo, he doesn't really elevate him. He, I don't want to say he makes him worse, but he just makes him – Jimmy, I don't, I don't really, it's like Jimmy's like, he's not horrible. He's like, he's just average, but it's like a bad average. He's like, like a stand in. Like you don't like know what to expect. It's like the one it's got, it's like the quarterback that would have been the, the, the one to stand in between you and the next, like the guy, like the one yeah. that you draft that you plan for. That's, I mean, that's what he is. He's a stopgap. He's a stopgap quarterback. That's what stop, he is. He's like a stopgap quarterback, but he's hot as hell, but he's a stopgap quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a very handsome man, but he's a stopgap quarterback. So he did not look good this past weekend. Neither Russell Wilson. <laughs> no, not. Neither did Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited looked like trash. It was just a Sunday night snooze fest, dude. It was, yeah, not not the best game. Eleven to ten was a final score. Yeah, just yeah, ew, horrible. Horrible, ew, dude. horrible, ew. Uh, Monday night was, eh, I guess, better defined better. Uh, Cowboys beat the Giants twenty three to sixteen. It was a better game. Second half was, was better. Second yeah. half got second. Second half was good. Yep. Uh, Cooper Rush is still better than Dak Prescott. That's all I wrote down. Because you, is that what you think? There's no quarterback controversy because. As Ryan Clark said, Dak Prescott gets paid too much money. Or is it, I think that Richard Sherman said that Dak oh, Prescott really? gets gets paid too much money for there to be actually for there to actually be like a quarterback controversy in Dallas. No yeah. matter how good Cooper Rush plays, mm-hmm. Dak just gets paid too much. Yeah, I get that. So, Cooper Rush is doing his thing, dude. Three and zero. Sit start starting whatever. He, I mean, he's good for him. That's is all he I better than say. Jimmy Garoppolo? Right now, yeah. The way that offense is moving, yes. Because CD Lamb actually caught some passes before drop after dropping a very very yeah. open ball. Yeah. Um, but in that offense, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. That's it for this past weekend, dude. We got Week Four coming up pretty pretty quick. It's Thursday now, and we're or Wednesday now, and we're recording this Thursday night. Football is coming up. First matchup between teams is the Dolphins versus the Bengals. Not only is this going to be a good game if Tua is healthy, if he's all good still. Bama versus um, LSU. Bama LSU. One of the sexiest uniform matchups of the year. The Bengals are wearing their all whites for the first time ever. Going to look so swaggy. Uh, the Dolphins, just the Dolphins colors pop as always. Um the Giants on past Monday night, I forgot to mention this, wore their alternate helmets, wore their alternate uniforms and everything. They're starting back up again. After finally so many years of not being able to wear that second helmet, finally get that. And so all these teams are starting up this weekend. Uh, the Commanders, the Saints, and the Bengals are all wearing their alternate helmets slash alternate uniforms this week. Other teams are coming in the next few weeks. Like I mentioned before, the Pats uh, in week five are wearing them. The Falcons in week six, those beautiful red domes. Oh, so, so, so good. Um, and then we both, week 13, Serge, both of us, Patriots and Falcons, rock the throwbacks in week 13. So 
look looking forward to that week when they're just swaggied out beyond. That'll be good. Even if, even if you sure. lose, even if you lose, it doesn't hurt to look good, look good, feel good, feel good, play good, play good, live good, live good, die good. All that. So we have a few different games this weekend. Like I mentioned, Dolphins, Bengals, Thursday night. We have a London game, 9.30. We have a London morning Oh, game. we're going to London. We're going to London, eh? <laughs> we're going to London. Uh, <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. Like I said before, I don't know how to do an accent like half the time. You don't know how to do an accent? <laughs> I can't even I can like show try. you. <laughs> So we're going to London and the Vikings are playing your hated saints. Um, the saints oh. are wasting their black helmets in London. I don't know why they have, they're doing that. I mean, they're wasting those beautiful new black helmets that they're wearing. Are oh, they playing at nine 30 in the morning? Yeah. I don't know why, why they're doing it. Uh, it's always, it always catches everybody off guard that morning London game, like always just a, as a warning, set your lineup. Oh shit. Set your lineups. <laughs> Make sure you all set your lineup before Sunday morning. Uh, make sure we all do that because I know for a fact everybody using my tinker time. Yeah. I'm not going to be tinkering that morning. <laughs> um, that'll be always. I mean, any any game in London is going to be cool. I'm sure they're going through the whole experience because I was so confused last week when they had NFL um, game or the morning and um, a good morning football. They were there last week, and I was like, "Is it London game coming up soon?" They yeah, dude, shout out Kay Adams. Shout out Kay Adams. Yeah, she's a great reporter. Great reporter. Great report. Of what she does with the analysis. Yes. It's very good. She's great. Very good. Great. <laughs> the uh, other games this weekend, as I mentioned before, Patriots playing the Packers at Lambeau. Sucks that we don't have Mac Jones to play. So it'll be a little depleted. We'll little. <laughs> it's Brian Hoyer, dude. <laughs> Maybe we'll see if the Zappi comes in. Maybe Jacoby Myers plays a little quarterback. Ugh. I don't know. We'll figure God, it out. It's gonna be bad. I'm sure there's going to be at least two. Yeah, there's going to be at least two wide receiver thrown footballs on Sunday during that game. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, Browns are playing the Falcons. Thoughts of that about that one? Um, lost. <laughs> Shock it up. <laughs> um, Bills are playing the Ravens. That'll be a good AFC matchup. Um, Jaguars are facing the Eagles. A little Doug Peterson revenge game. I think the Eagles take it. They look. So good. Yeah, <laughs> I think really could them. Shout out Jalen Hurts. I shout I, out Jalen Hurts. Shout out Devontae Smith. Shout out AJ Brown. I guess. I guess. <laughs> shout out Miles Sanders. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, shout out Boston Scott. Boston Scott's always fun to watch. He, Boston Scott's the boy. That's the boy right yeah. there. That's yeah. The boy. Yeah. 100%. Uh, that'll be a great game. Titans versus Colts, another AFC divisional matchup. Um, the battle of. Not mediocre, mediocre. yeah. I guess yeah. <laughs> something has to happen that game, right? Yeah. Somebody has someone's to. gotta win, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna say tied, maybe I don't know because the Colts tied with the uh Texans in the first week. Yep, something's gotta give with those two, yeah. Uh, and then Sunday night football, Chiefs versus Bucks. But as of right now, they I think are having Minnesota as the backup plan, right? Minneapolis, Minnesota for the backup plan because oh, of Hurricane Ian, hurricane. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're having that as a backup plan, but that's still being played on Sunday night. They're practicing in Miami right now. Who does um, Minnesota play? Minnesota's they're playing in London right now. So yeah. So oh, so they're gonna have the Bucks playing Minnesota. I, I think so. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 
Um, so that should be interesting. Whatever ends up happening there, I'm sure the travel will be just exhausting for them. Um, and then Monday Night Football, Rams 49ers. Going back to, I think Shanahan has beaten McVeigh, I think almost every time. I think it is. I think it's the opposite of the McVeigh um, Kingsbury thing. I think it's yeah. the opposite too. So it doesn't really matter though, because who's got the Super Bowl ring and who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> Very true. He's got it. And Kyle, love you, man. You don't have a Super Bowl ring. Could have got one. You don't have one. And I hope you never get one. <laughs> okay. Moving on, Nick. NFL talk over. Mm-hmm. For everybody that doesn't know, this week was NFL NBA Media Week. Mm-hmm. NBA training camp has started. NBA news is being broken. Nick, a very, very big story out of Boston has been reported recently regarding one Ime Udoka, who is the head coach of the Boston Celtics. Can you discuss briefly? I have no clue what to think of this entire thing, man. It's it's gone. It got it got dropped. What on? Was it Thursday? Thursday after we recorded, or was it Wednesday night after we it was finished? A day recording? after a report came out that Robert Williams is going to be missing some time yeah, after having surgery weeks. for his like meniscus, and then boom, yeah, Woj bomb. <laughs> <laughs> for real it was at i think one in the morning i think it was editing the podcast when that came out i was kind of like what uh yeah it's it from every angle so far it's not a good situation um between even the press conference the other day was not good brad stevens is a good job the owner wick did not explaining the entire thing of course they can't get in like the details of everything and of course everybody wants to know the details uh i think the one that i can say is that what we said the other day, if Matt Barnes comes out and says that something is bad, you know, something's pretty bad, yeah, something's right? Something's bad, something happened. So I, I just, it sucks, man. He was an awesome coach for us last year. Exactly what JB and Tatum needed. Um, but we're moving forward to that. We'll, uh, we'll see what we got off the bench as the interim head coach. We'll see, man. It, it's t- it sucks. The timing of it too. Perfect timing. Yeah, it sucks. It's just like, I mean, it's course- perfect timing. If you're a Boston Celtics hater, like myself, <laughs> literally right but, uh, when training camps begin. Yeah, perfect and- timing. Yeah. So <laughs> right, right around the time to throw off a season. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Um, Danilo Gallinari's hurt. Um, Mal- uh, Malcolm Brogdon's on the team. That's always a good thing. I'm excited for that. Uh, but yeah, it just sucks, dude. I, I don't know what to think about this thing. He's suspended for the entire season and then they're going to reevaluate, which I don't get. He's going to get fired. He's not going to reevaluate. I, I agree. It's just kicking the can down the road. Agreed. Agreed. They're literally just delaying it. I think they're quote unquote, trying to finish the investigation and everything. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, like I said, if Matt Barnes deletes something and goes and talks about how bad it is. I'll believe Matt Barnes in this situation, which I, yeah, it's. It sucks. It sucks. So we shall see with the Celtics what they do. How about your sun surge? Anything stemming from media day? I didn't see any uh, anything. Um, from that. Well, oh, as you as crazy. you know, I am a Suns fan, and uh, we had a crushing, embarrassing, disgusting forty point loss to the Dallas Mavericks in Game Seven in our own house. Um, and after the game or during the game, uh, Monty and DeAndre Ayton got into a little spat. DeAndre and ended the game with, I think, four points. And he only played 17 minutes and he got benched. Uh, after that, you know, you'd think that they would have came together, discussed some things, but they didn't. Um, DeAndre and was a restricted free agent for some time. Um, but he ended up getting an offer contract. 
a max offer contract, and he signed and signed a deal with the Indiana Pacers. The Suns matched it, so they brought him back. Still, Montuom did not reach out and congratulate him. No conversations between the two happened. We're now in let's say in August. We're now in September 28th, and according to DeAndre Ayton, as of yesterday, he he had not talked to Monty one on one since Game Seven of the NBA Finals or NBA Finals of the NBA Western Conference second rounds of the playoffs. I don't even know what you would call it. Um, that's not something that you'd want to hear at the start of the year. However, I do think it'll get taken care of. I'm not really sweating it too much. If it doesn't get taken care of, then, you know, they'll probably end up trading the Andre and at the uh, trade deadline. Yeah. Trade that around then. Yeah. Um, but I really like DeAndre, and he is my favorite Phoenix Sun player currently on the roster. I hope they do figure it out, and uh, hopefully we can have a good season this year. But who knows? Yeah, we shall see. It'll it'll be interesting. The whole, like you said, everything stemming from last year, the fall off from last year for the Suns, and how they recover from that. Basically, the same team coming back, right? Almost the entire team. Drake Crowder wants to uh, be traded. He wants to be traded. Didn't he just resign the other day? No, he wants to be traded because he is losing his starting spot to Cam Johnson. Now, I love you, Jay, but you suck. Yeah. So <laughs> get over yourself. If you want to leave, go back to Boston. We'll send you there gladly. Boston, <laughs> Boston give us uh, who do they have? Yeah. Payne Pritchard. I'll take Payne Pritchard for him. For Jay Crowder? Sure. I'll have that yeah. every day. Of the week. We'll do that, dude. Yeah, no, no doubt. Sounds good. Great. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. I love the not not sons related just the thing about lebron it, it cracks me up how much he hates boston still who doesn't hate boston not me because i'm from boston so from the boston area i can't say i'm from boston i'm from the boston area we're from all the boston teams all the new england teams so yeah it uh it feels good to know that lebron still has a little hate in his heart for us back in back in la so always look forward to those games they should be exciting i, I mean basketball is always fun to watch on top of football when that baseball and football are going on at the same time. It's always a cool, cool time of year. So NBA is back, Serge. I know you're excited about it, but Serge, I want to talk about something a little bit more exciting for you. Like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I watched the Batman. Finally, finally, I watched this movie that you've been begging me to watch for months upon months. Like I said before, just fantastic top to bottom cinematically just everything was so good and i'm so glad that i watched it so thank you for that i appreciate it you're welcome do you have any questions for me about it like what was my favorite part like um well i don't want to spoil it for people but nick what did you think of the ambiance and when i say ambiance i mean the environment the set the the era the characters like what do you think of Colin? Is it Colin Farrell? I think yeah. it's Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's uh, portrayal of the penguin. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of uh, Carmine Falcone? Love that. Catwoman. What do you think of the Paul Dano? Paul Dano's character as the Riddler. What did you think of that? The yeah. opening scene. What did you think of that? Did you think it was you were watching a different movie? Because I did. I didn't think I was watching <laughs> a superhero movie when I started it. Yeah, it was so dark the entire movie. And like that's it's been a knock for some people because it's not like the classic dark night where also I know we went we talked about it last time. Gotham is, yeah, it's literally New York City because that's literally in this movie where it's based in Dark Knight. It's Chicago. We talked about this. We know this. But 
having the movie everything so dark even the soundtrack you literally i said i, te- I texted you i said that i started it and all you said was something in the way it's just like sets the scene for the entire scene the entire movie uh all the characters did such a good job portraying who they were as the villains and like you said it doesn't feel like a superhero movie um it, robert pattinson did an awesome job just being a different bruce wayne that i think I have ever seen before. I've like only seen the Dark Knight trilogy. I haven't seen like all the older Batmans, but very, very different character from those movies. Um, just so good. The music in it is so good that I mean, I'm a, a lover of film scores. You know this. This is like, whew, like that film score. The entire thing. I downloaded it that night. Like I was like, this is this is so good. Just all that the entire movie long. It's just so good. They hit the notes when they had to. All the characters hit the spots when they had to. The different action scenes, the different, uh, just every bit of a movie that I could have imagined. It was very much worth it and beyond happy that I watched it. 100%. It was a great movie. Great movie. Great time had by all. Um, a little long, but hey, greatness yeah. takes time. Yeah. I'm curious about the sequel. I wonder if there is going to be a sequel. I think it got greenlit. It has to be, right? With the with the Joker in the prison at the end of it? I don't know if they'll do the Joker. Because they already did the whole thing with uh with what's his name? With um what the heck's the guy name? I haven't I never watched any like the Ledger? Suicide Squad. No, no. Oh, no. uh I forget his name. Me too. Gumbling. They they already cast a Joker in that movie, anyways. But I don't. I just oh, don't really? know if they'll do the Joker for the. I wouldn't do it. I just think it's, it wouldn't make much sense. You don't want to step on. You could put him in the movie, but he doesn't have to be like a, this the main villain. I think they should focus on another villain, the Batman universe. Yeah, that was also cool too. Where I didn't honestly go in going in know what to expect from anybody, and having the Riddler as the person because I never read any of the comics or anything growing up, or like saw any of the old movies, and seeing the Penguin too as like a mob boss, like bringing that whole aspect into it too was like pretty cool. Yeah, um, that was funny. That was yeah. sick. Yeah, that was good. That was I, I enjoyed that and the entire plot line of everything, all like the different like even the different stuff that he uses, like the contacts was pretty sick. Like all these little things, man. Like. Damn, they did a great job with that movie. They really did. Really uh, did. Serge, I know you don't want to talk about it because we talked about it before. I'm not going to talk about it. But I wrote down House of Dragon. Serge is now le- leaped over me. He has watched the newest episode from this past Sunday. I have not yet. So Serge is an expert on House of Dragon where there was a 10-year jump from the first, from the last episode to this episode. I have zero clue what happened. He is refusing to talk about it, but just please know that we have reversed roles where I am an episode behind and Serge is now in front. So I will be watching that episode either tonight if I end up episode. Yeah, if I can edit this podcast before probably, I don't know, 11, which is very possible. I can do that. I may be watching that dragon, House of Dragon tonight and then being able to kind of talk about it next episode and being able to do that. We'll see. Well, yeah, there's a storm coming. That's all I'm going to say. There's a storm coming. Good. That's all I'm going to say. I, Almost said. Storm I saw the preview. So I, I, yeah, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. So that'll be fun to watch, but I talk about what we can talk about next episode. I talk about what we can talk about on the next episode search. We have a little preview of what we're going to be doing for next episode search. Do you want to talk about it? Cause I think you're a little as fired up as I can be. Yes. Yes, this is episode 36. 
This is episode 36. I'll episode be recording. 37, people. The, 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 the boys will be recording their first live podcast in person. Yep. I don't know why we said live. Every podcast episode was live. It's just in person. <laughs> um, so I will be able to touch Nick. He'll be able to touch me while recording. It's happening, people. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Pause. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it'll be, I was gonna uh, I was gonna clip, clip that. Definitely not happy anymore. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's what, we're, that's what we're gonna be doing um, from his lovely home in Mans, not Mansfield. Where do you live again? Medway, Medway, Massachusetts. Yeah, uh, his lovely wife Hina will be preparing dinner. We will be able oh, to oh oh give a put some respect on her name. Not just your, dinner, dog. Not just said dinner. Your lovely wife Gina will be preparing dinner. What kind of dinner? We didn't. We got to talk about what kind of dinner she's cooking, dog. Oh, dude, I don't know. Is Sunday dinner is oh no, Sunday it? gravy. Come on, oh, son. Sunday you gotta, gotta, you gotta put Sunday the hand gravy. up. You gotta, yeah, you Sunday gravy. Hand. We can. We'll be preparing Sunday gravy, and we'll be discussing the NFL games as they occur in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, very excited. Beyond Long excited. time coming. Yeah, and um, excited for you guys to hear it. Yeah. For sure. We are so, so excited to finally do it. Got to figure out the kinks of how to record live either on a computer uh, with microphones in our hands, everything. We're going to be like, hey, babe, just trying to figure it out as we go, basically. <laughs> uh, it'll it's be funny. Be ridiculous. Yeah. We're probably going to start like 20 times over and over again. No doubt about it. We got to figure out how to record it on a camera and everything. So that'll be, it'll be interesting to say the least, but we're both very excited to record uh, live, like Serge said, in person. I can reach out and Serge will be right there. I can touch Serge's face. He will be right next to me. We can high five if we want to. We can do anything. We'll be good. Right next to each other on the kitchen table while Jean is cooking in the back. It's a little Sunday gravy dinner, which she is beyond excited to cook uh, for us and everything. Um, Before Sunday, we also have something very exciting too. We talked about over the summer about going to the reunion. That didn't happen as we mentioned before. We... Us, Stonehill, Stonehill grads, there is a big, big, big game this weekend. Big game. Division one opener. Stonehill is playing Duquesne. Division one opener. Family it's not a division one opener because, Nick, we play division one football. So. <laughs> right. What am I talking about? We play division one football. You're damn right. It's, yeah, dude. It's 50 years of Stonehill football. It's family weekend. It's the home opener for Stonehill. For Division One, and it is beyond exciting. They are going to be rolling out the red carpet for Serge and I. We heard that they have. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It should be a <laughs> lot of fun, man. It's going to be a blast. We have a bunch of us Stonehill friends going to the game. Um, it's going to be sick tailgating there. I'll be working there in the morning, and then I go straight to tailgating after that to see a bunch of the boys. It'll be exciting, man. I haven't gone to a physical Stonehill game in few years now, honestly. And since we graduated, Serge, the tailgating scene has been pretty busy. If you've seen any of those videos. I haven't. Uh, so I'm very excited to be there tailgating with you, with the rest of the boys, and have an absolute blast and watch Stonehill kick some ass on Saturday, baby. This going to be nothing better than that. A thousand percent. See the boys get it done. You know, Skyhawks, they fly together and they fly high. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be sick, man. Yeah, it's they're making this such a big deal where they're like putting posters on campus. I just read something that they're literally it's like rolls out it's enhanced game day experience for family weekend. They're doing all these different things. There was an article in the Boston Globe with the dean uh, with the D.A. Uh, A.D. Uh, dean O'Keefe, um, who was a Stonehill grad from 94. It's just like exciting, man. There's so many big things coming on and 
nothing better than having the boys get together for a Stonehill football game and having you come to the crib for a live podcast, man. I'm so excited for that. Thousand percent, one thousand percent. Should be a damn good time. Should be a good game. Should be should be fun. You know, maybe we light up the city. Why maybe we light up Boston on fire on Saturday night after the game? Who knows? Maybe we do that. Who knows? Who knows? Um, But yeah, that's all I got for this episode, man. You want to end it here? You want to finish it up? Talking about? I mean, we talked about this upcoming weekend. We're beyond. I just I can't wait to record live in person with you. That's gonna be a lot of fun. For sure, man. I don't think I don't think we have anything else to talk about for the rest of the episode. I think we're done. I think we can cut it here. I think we're good. All right, Serge. I'll see you on Friday slash Saturday slash Sunday. Can't wait. Episode 36. All right. Peace. Peace out, y'all. We out. Yeah.